Welcome back to another episode of Lemon Pepper Web Podcast, bringing you the latest, the laughter, and the lessons we learn along the way. The lemon is what leaves a sour taste in our mouths, the pepper is that hot topic that has everybody talking, and the wet is what quenches our thirst and gives us life. Join the conversation on Twitter and Facebook at Lemon Pepper Wet and Instagram at Lemon Pepper Wet Pod. I'm Bethany. I'm Dinah. And I'm Christina. favorite thing to do. And it's my least favorite thing to do. We're the perfect pair. Yeah, it's my favorite thing to do when it goes well and no one loses an eye. Yeah. Mm. I never actually like popped it off like and made it aerial, you know? Uh, Like made it mm -hmm. shoot out. Yeah. I remember Portia did on Real Housewives Atlanta and you would have thought that she just got her doctorate the way that she (laughs) (laughs) But that's neither here nor there. Oh, our ATL gems. <laughs> huh? Our ATL gems. There's so many. Yeah, I've actually been enjoying Kate watching Real Housewives of Atlanta this season. Yeah. I watch all reality shows. It's yeah. So well, some of them I enjoy more than others, but I definitely hate watch Housewives. Mm-hmm. Oh, cheers, guys. Oh, cheers. cheers. Mm, yes. This is so good. Mm-hmm. The Prosecco. This good is, one. What are we drinking? Rosé. Kava. Mm. Okay. Yummy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So here we are again. How was your weekends? How were your weekends? Uh, I, I think I'll go last. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I just mostly worked and got stuff done. So yeah. it wasn't very eventful. Nothing out of the ordinary, too. Right. No. Um, last week, I mentioned that I scheduled my first two patients finally. I scanned their asses this weekend. Please Yay. tell us about it. So I was off on Friday, so that, that was kind of the start of my weekend. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so I've linked up with this midwife who is lovely. I love her so much, Christine Taylor, if you're pregnant and want to have a midwife. Um, mm-hmm. And she... You know, it was just like, I think my patients would love that. I think they would love to have ultrasounds, even if it's not, you know, diagnostic, but it mm-hmm. gives people kind of peace of mind. Yeah. It's a bonding experience, as corny as that sounds. But I think you wouldn't know unless you're in that experience. No, like, what corny. Um, and so she was just like, okay, well, I'll just start offering it to my new clients. And she had two people awesome. who requested it, one of them who actually wanted to know how far along she was. Um, yeah, so I went over there and I did it. I did the damn thing. It was really <laughs> surreal. Like, I'm, and I keep having that moment of like, I can't believe this is fucking happening. I can't mm-hmm. believe yeah. this is fucking happening. But yeah, so that was my weekend. And after that, she rested. So <laughs> I literally like, took everything out of me. I was like exhausted, exhausted. after that yeah. kind of accomplishment. Yeah. <laughs> Success does make you tired. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Success will wear you out. Yeah. Yeah, I think I had a... I worked all week, so when Saturday came, I was like, ooh, thank God. I don't have to wake up early and get home late anymore. Hell so yeah. that was pretty much caught up on TV, caught up on my shows this I did weekend. catch up on TV. I made my own body cream and hair my own curl cream. Yeah, I had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I will show you that. Let me find show. out you got a YouTube channel. Right. <laughs> I, I, I get all my tips from YouTube. Same, yeah. same, same, same. Yeah. YouTube is the greatest place on the internet. Like, I love the internet, but YouTube is, like, the best part of the internet, I think. Yeah. 
I feel like you can find a little bit. You can literally find anything you want on YouTube. Like People you, doing YouTube whatever. is like an internet inside of an internet. For sure. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> I we talked about that. How you? I learned how to just fix so many things on my own just from YouTube. Toilets, I'm like, yes. Toilets, beds, things, handmade, everything. Thank you. Like I literally taught myself how to change a tire. Right, like, oh, you mean this, this, this corny guy can do it in seven minutes? Right. I got this. I got, I got this. <laughs> this is not going to be a problem. Yeah. I, I like to choose my YouTube videos based on length of time. I'm like, if you could tell me how to do something in five minutes. Yeah, that's important. Clutch. That's important. Someone, I locked my keys in my car. Someone showed me how to, this was when I had like the, the was a cobalt to have the pull up lock. Someone mm-hmm. showed me how to get my car unlocked in 30 seconds. And I, I did Disgusting. it. It took me like three tries. And now I used a shoelace. I was like, you should, what? I was like, oh, this is all I got. It took me a few tries, but I did not have to call a locksmith because of YouTube. 30 mm. seconds. Perfect. <laughs> when. Okay, so the end of my weekend turns us, brings us right into our first lemon of this mm-hmm. week. I had an encounter with the fuck boy that really just bothered me. Maybe because... I think I've been like super cautious recently of like who's occupying my time, who's in my space, like cutting off people that are no longer good for me, yada yada yada. So then when someone kind of blindsides you with bullshit, it's like, yo, how did you play me like that? Like, how did you catch me slipping long enough to get a reaction out of me? Right. Do you care to divulge what happened? Okay, so, I mean, basically, I was lied to in a way. Like, lied to by omission of information, mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at this age, if we cannot talk to each other like adults, then I don't know. Like, I just don't understand the interaction. Like, if you feel like you have to lie to somebody that's not your parent. Weird. Like, they yeah. have no control over your life, so... You lying is just kind of a waste of time. Like right. you lie to people <clears throat> when you have like something to lose there, I guess. Right. I don't know, maybe. So there are just pathological liars also. Very true. Yeah, which is what I'm realizing. And actually <laughs> throwing it back to one of our blog posts that Megan Allity wrote us like way, way beyond like warning signs of a fuckboy. This person would have been Red flag number 14, he still has problems with his exes. Mm -hmm. Red flag number 13, he's a bad communicator. And red flag number 17, action. This is the flag we like to ignore a lot. Yeah. So if I'm just going to be real, like there's always a red flag for a fuck boy or a fuck situation, whatever the case may be. We just choose to ignore it for whatever reason. Yeah, I feel like... Pretty much every guy that I have been with has done some really fuckboy shit, which is honestly why we're not together anymore, yeah, right. you know, like... So true. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've done my fair share of fuck girl shit. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I think that if I'm going to be honest, guys just outweigh me. Yep. And fuck boy, that's <laughs> awful. <laughs> and, and I'm not gonna lie, like no, the pre- like the current status of men in media hasn't also like built onto my personal interact personal interactions yeah. with men. That makes me just feel 
such a disdain toward them. Like, yeah. they just feel like a very weak species to me at the yes. moment. But you know, it's kind of, it's just like when the veil is taken off of something. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's what's happening because mm-hmm. I'm hypercritical now of yes. every interaction I have. Like, don't say, fuck around and say the wrong shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, a friend of mine was is a manager at a restaurant mm-hmm. and he told me that a girl who works there reported to the owner that she was I don't really know how to describe it like because he wasn't very detailed about Mm -hmm. what happened the interaction that happened between the two employees but she was basically like there's a guy here who makes me uncomfortable when he gets drunk he's all over me Mm -hmm. blah 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 and they didn't fire him and so I'm like I'm like okay but why why didn't you fire him And, and and what his response what his response was that she we told her that he would never work on the same shift as her again mm-hmm. these are the options that were presented to her she said she was fine with it why is it her problem if someone is fucking with her right and she doesn't and like why what are you saying as an establishment i'm like as a manager i i blame you too because mm-hmm. i'm yeah. like you what well, you need to understand that it's not it shouldn't be a matter of, well, we'll make it so that you guys never run into each other. Mm-hmm. No, this is completely fucking disgusting. Yeah. And you shouldn't uphold those, the actions of someone like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're standing behind him. You're saying why it's okay mm-hmm. for him to do this. What you're, You keep him employed. And that's fucking disgusting. And I'm like, and I'm looking at you differently because what you should have said was if if we're going to employ someone who is assaulting and harassing someone, mm-hmm. I don't want to work here. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, you better believe if the tables had turned and I found out one of my male bosses was harassing a coworker, I would leave. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. You know? And I mean, it, it just wouldn't even be a question for me. It's like, if they didn't fire him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what are you really about? You know what I mean? They're all trash looking. Like, like look and I and I high key. Yeah, high key. I've never wanted to Same be one key. of those <laughs> those all men are trash, man hating, bashing type of women, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I can't say that I really think otherwise. Like yeah, they're almost conditioned to be fuckboys. <laughs> like, and so when that's your whole nurturing yeah. and part of your nature, I just don't yeah. know that I have time to even try to deal with what right. you have to overcome right. to see past that. You know, if I find somebody who has overcome it, then cool. But I just don't really have the patience to. And one would think. I guess my idea was. Like, like one would think, you know, <clears throat> when you reach a certain age and like you've experienced certain things in like your 75, life. Though. <laughs> exactly. Like you would just know right and wrong, or like you would just know when you're fucking up. Jay Z is like a thousand and married to Beyonce. <laughs> right. And, and he just got it yesterday. Oh, right. It's, it's trash. And he's uh, nominated for a Grammy because he just got it yesterday. Yeah. yeah. He's being a boy. about Lil Rel. Oh, uh, well, really quick, because I don't think Lil Rel's a fuckboy. No, no he is I, not I, a fuckboy. Right fuck We're not giving them any more attention. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, the, fuck the fuck boys. Fuck the fuck, fuck boy boys. that lied to you, don't let me find out who you are. 
because if I see you, I do not hide my feelings about those oh, types okay. of things. Oh, okay. Where are you at? Yeah, you know I'm rude. I, yeah, if yeah. I know you did some fuck shit, I'm just, I'm just not gonna act like. Oh yeah, know. it's it's done for. He's done for. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. I hope you're listening to this and you got the message. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> to it so you know how much everyone thinks you're a piece of shit yeah times a thousand right okay so (laughs) okay sorry so say no to fuck boys all that good stuff um again go to our website to read megan allity's post about the warning signs of a fuck boy it's It's really good good. yeah we'll probably repost it this week just just in case y'all forgot before valentine's day don't fall into weird traps right (laughs) i would rather all the single bad bitches get together and have a fun valentine's day yes okay talk about it yeah <laughs> um so but one person who we don't believe is a fuck boy Lil Rel comedian of get out fame several other he's a good comedian yeah. he's also oh I love I him I actually in. saw his stand up in when I was in California like a year ago mm-hmm. on I Netflix saying that and I was like and even after seeing get out I didn't realize that that was the same uh-huh. person but yeah he's, he's on funny the Carmichael show the, don't the forget Carmichael when he had his really little funny. cameo in Insecure too Ooh, as, right. Mo- as Molly's Henny Boo Henny Boo Ooh, which I he think might Molly's I hope break he comes back next season I think Molly's gonna break his heart I think uh, I hope bad. he breaks her heart no, no not breaks her not heart but to. hopefully he gets the warning signs of a fuck girl and gets and warning signs of a fuck girl and gets out of that situation like Yes. He needs to call TSA to handle it. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's a mess. Anyway, yeah. so, but the Oscars are a mess for not inviting Right, her. so Get Out is nominated for, I think, four categories mm-hmm. of the Oscars, and they did not invite Lil Rel, who was a major part of that movie, not just comedic relief, but pushing the story along. Yeah. Right. He was so important to that movie. And the ending, hello. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was not invited, and he was on, oof, I feel like it was Jimmy Fallon, but it could have what it could have been one of the niggas sorry the bubbles yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had a visceral I, yeah I was like whoop <laughs> right so he was on Jimmy Fallon and he was talking about how he didn't get invited mm-hmm. he was like yo I went on YouTube and I looked it up and you know past nominees or uh, basically other white films who were invited to the Oscars they got like 20 invites a film and he just didn't it, he didn't understand it and so Jimmy Fallon was like well you're going to Jay-Z's party or something he was like you know I would so, love to go he was just saying oh but you're uh, somebody somehow it came up okay and he was saying that he wished that he had been invited to that and Lil Rel was just like yeah I mean I'm going to that after the Oscars but I want an invite to the Oscars right yeah. so I think Jimmy Fallon was talking about like trying to get him there he was saying like no you have to go mm-hmm. but yeah what the yeah, that's blatantly him? fucked up. I literally don't see why he, of all people, wouldn't be Does invited. Does that make any sense? It makes no it, sense, it but none of the racism in Hollywood If anything, he should have right. been hosting that dry-ass show. Right. What show? Oh. The whole Oscars. The Oscars. Right. I mean, I think it's just like, it just time and time again we see like repeated examples of how like no matter how great you do people will still try to run you through the mud like yeah it's awful it's awful like even when we were talking about the what was it the Emmys or the Golden Globes when it was nominated for as a comedy that was Golden 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 Globes like even that shit it's like it doesn't matter last year when they were messing up Moonlight fucked up over Moonlight and then on the red carpet who is it that says Hidden Fences yeah and it's like Y'all just 
it, I, and <laughs> I think it's intentional. Yeah. And I'm old. Like, even Jay-Z being nominated this year, like, we're about to go watch the Grammys, and I'm aggravated because I know that they are, they're going to snub most of our faves again. Yeah. Mm. And they do it specifically because they know we're dying to watch. You want to be there when they win. You want right. to see everything happen. Mm-hmm. You want to be on social media, right. especially now. You want to, like, read everybody reacting. Mm-hmm. Right. But, which makes you watch it, only to be disappointed year after year, year after year. year. Yeah. You know? It's, it's pretty annoying because they're just they just care about ratings. They don't care about the actual. Yeah, it just makes me itself. think about like how while with your skills. Yeah, it just makes me think about how we still have so many ceilings to break through as yeah. far as there's no representation of us on these boards that are deciding who the winners are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't know. We just got a long way to go. Yeah, I mean, I hope that he I hope he gets get, an I, award. I think that he... I hope they get an award. I mean, the fact that they he's not even invited is a bad sign, I think. Yeah, but he would, I think is he would still hashtag, get like, the get award. I know he would get it, but if they don't even have enough tickets to... I don't understand. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense to me how one of the main actors of the movie is not invited. That, right. It seems no really, sense. like, okay. so strange. That doesn't make any right. sense to I'm, me. I'm curious, though, like you said, though, how it works. Is it, like... The movie, the the Oscars invite the guests by name, or are they like for your movie you get certain mm. amount of award of, of, of seats? I just think that I'd be curious it, to find out. Right, I just think had it been something to do with like Jordan Peele or something, then we wouldn't have never heard about it. It has mm. to be that they should, they must decide who is invited, mm-hmm. and yeah. then maybe you have like a plus one or something. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense that he wouldn't be invited with a plus one. Yeah. He right. shouldn't have been, he shouldn't have had to be anybody's plus one. I don't know if they were assuming he would be. That doesn't make any fucking sense. No. I almost don't want to watch the Oscars just for that. Almost. You see, like, and it, but it's because you're rooting for everybody black that you want to watch it, mm-hmm. and that's how they get you. And it's starting to piss me off. I agree more and more with what you said about us just having our own awards. Or yeah. supporting the own, the awards that we already have just yeah. for us. But even just having more, even if they're smaller, because while I love BET, most times, mm-hmm. BET be doing some weird shit too sometimes. Yeah. You know, like, they have that's their true. moments where, like, they insulted Blue Ivy's hair, or mm-hmm. they had Tyrese on there talking about sluts and skis. They do <laughs> BT does weird Fuck shit. Tyrese. Yeah, BT does weird shit too. So I Tyrese. <laughs> <laughs> it will never not be relevant and funny. That I told y'all that, that whole "What more do you want from me?" That's my ringtone for my mom. No, that is fucking hilarious. Yeah, I feel like I told her that, and so like I called her that, and she has call me back <laughs> she's like she's over she got me. the message <laughs> yeah, she's over me and she's gonna listen to this though love you um, but I'll, anyway that that was my lemon for the week I hope that he gets to go I still think it's I think someone would you still want to go like after you did not get the invite and then he someone's like okay just go. kidding just kidding of course because if they win he still wants to that's be there that's a major there. moment yeah. that he's that's being not right. excised from and why why he's so likable <laughs> I don't I bet there's probably ugh, I, hate, I don't even want to get into that I just think I there's mean, probably a bunch is... of other horrible men who are going to be there who shouldn't God. be there is what I'll say this is thank you that's like the penultimate like 
that's the top of the award yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much the end of the Grammys and the Oscars are like the end of the award season. Yeah, if I if I mean if they do win, which I hope they do, I don't think that they're <laughs> gonna give it to them because they're assholes. But if hmm. they, I hope that they win. But I'm gonna be disappointed if he's tweeting about them winning and not there if they win. Uh, oh, let's just put some good energy out there for him. Yeah, we're gonna find a hashtag. I'm sure there's one. There's gotta be a hashtag. To the Oscars right. Or... Well, I mean, I again, I saw more and more articles about this because he just, I guess, he just went on late night talking okay. about it recently. Gotcha. So I do hope that it gets addressed soon. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye out for that. Okay. See how it goes. But um, tonight we do have the Grammys. We have the Grammys. Yeah. So we're gonna do our predictions, and if we're wrong, just know that we're gonna be pissed all over. <laughs> <laughs> you hear from us because it's coming on in like an in like an hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. God, it's on the East Coast this year because normally Jesus. things are in LA, and we're waiting up till like so the ass crack of dawn to watch. Where? It. Why is it in New York this year? I, don't know. I guess it doesn't matter. I think that, but a lot of times I don't think that they want to like risk a snowstorm being on the same weekend as they just planned all this. I think it just silly as that. Yeah, weather. that, and I feel like space might be an issue. Yeah, yeah. that's... I don't understand how people in New York have dogs, because there's, like, two blades of grass. <laughs> like, where's all this shit That's why going? the parks are so important, yeah. parks and rec. Okay, so we're going to play... Well, not play a game, but right. we're going to, from a few, the most important categories, or no, they're all important, you're all important, but the ones that Our we favorites. care about, right. yes. Um, say most important to us. To us. So we're going to do our own predictions and or add people who we think should have been included. Okay, so first up, we have album of the year, and that includes album of the year is awarded to artists and featured artists, songwriters of new material, producers. So everybody who had a part in the project. So first is Awaken My Love by Childish Gambino. That was 2017? That was 2017. That was came out at the top of the year. That had to have been like January. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I was thinking that was December. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we have Childish Gambino. We have 444 for Jay-Z. We have Damn for Kendrick Lamar. We have melodrama for Lord, and we have twenty four karat magic for Bruno Mars. Oh, there's an album that's missing for sure. What's missing? SZA control. Ooh, am I, I confused? Why is that I there? SZA could have been in there. I think SZA has a very specific audience, though. I don't know if SZA's album uh, that album has I mean, reach. You don't got to tell me, right? Right? No, like, I know. I just listened to that thing like two times a day. No, that album though had reach. I so is that who you would nominate? You yeah. wouldn't nominate any of those people. You would pick SZA. I when you said album of the year, I wrote SZA before okay. you even said the nominee. So I would have picked SZA to win. So Dinah, you would done Scissor Control, Christina, okay. and I like you? several um, of those albums. You said Humble was I said Damn, Kendrick Lamar, okay, Damn, sorry, Four Forty Four, Jay Z, Awaken My Love, Childish Gambino, Melodrama Lord, and Twenty Four Karat Magic, Bruno Mars. Damn can have it. Twenty Four Karat Magic was a really good album too, but I, I heard, think yeah, I heard Damn too. for. A myriad of reasons, like yeah, that I mean, Dan was a great album. A, I heard Lord was a great. I mean, I that was I meant to listen to it today, and it just I heard a few heard songs Lord from it, really good. and it was actually pretty good. And I, I loved Lord's first album Same. that came out a million years ago. Mm-hmm. That one was really good. So I can only imagine her growth since then. I yeah, I do plan to listen to that next. 
But I'm gonna go with, and this may be surprising, I'm gonna go with 24 Karat Magic because Bruno is special. He's so special. He's very special and I feel like he's very timeless and I think that's gonna be an album that we listen to when we're actual grown-ups and we're gonna do, you don't know nothing about this, you know, like he represents like a very classic soulful thing. I haven't listened to it and I, I'm sure it's incredible. Mm-hmm. I feel like with Bruno Mars, because I spent so much time listening to the people that he gets his style from with my mm-hmm. grandfather, I think that he does a great job at mimicking, but Ooh, I like the OGs. Okay, I, I like fine. the OGs of the 70s. Like, I, I, that's, I used to listen to that with my grandfather so often, so those people really have a special place in my heart where he gets his style from. So for me, it's more of a gimmick thing, but mm-hmm. I think he's cute and good, and that's a good way to repackage it. I'm okay. not mad at okay. it. This is what I think about that, though. I think it. this is the way that you keep certain styles of music going. alive. Okay. Yeah, exactly. You I think it's a I mean. good repackaging. I'm more partial to the where, like I said, the inspiration right. behind it. But because I don't have a problem with Bruno Mars. Yeah, I probably I just won't you. listen to it myself. I think you mm-hmm. know, there's very few examples of like funk artists. You know, what right. I'm saying? popular, popular fun- funk yeah. artists. Exactly. Like, so I think that that's. I mean, I've. I hear you on that. And, and yeah. you know, I, I just, again, I just have that particular exposure, mm. and I'm just so used to my grandfather, like, there's... drilling that into my head, so I don't need Bruno Mars, because yeah, yeah. I know where to get it, but people, like you said, people mm-hmm. don't know, and they don't get that from anywhere else. I think it's great that he does it. I think yeah. he does it well. Well, okay, we'll see. We'll see. I hope... We'll see who wins, because really, really out of this category, I'm not sure, but if I was, like, thinking about, like, all the people who do music in the year, I I would definitely feel like the people would vote for, yeah. you know what I, I mean? Think, I think Bruno I would Mars. be surprised if fucking Childish Gambino won. I, I would, really like that album. I liked it. It was fine I think that it was okay. fine. Yeah, if it was anybody fine. were to be Kendrick Mario, it would be Bruno Mars as well, okay. I think. So mm-hmm. I think that you guys have both picked who one of the two who won. Right. Okay. Unless Jay-Z just fucking slides through there. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I'm going to be mad because Beyonce right. didn't win. I'm not right. like, okay. it. Okay. All right. So Song of the Year is a songwriter of Award. So they're basic, basing it off the songwriter who wrote the song. So okay. we have Despacito at at the first one. Then we have 444. Then we have 1-800-273-8255. That's a Logic song. Um, then we have That's What I Like. And yeah, so out of those, who had the best Ooh. songwriting? Despacito. Yeah. For me. I was going to say Despacito. Okay. Um, yeah, and I can probably think of a lot of songs that I would put in that category just because there are a lot of songs that I like, you know, yeah. personally. So I'm not gonna lyric wise. I'm really surprised that Logic got nominated for that. Actually, he's such. I'm like not. If the song had a message, it was about his whole album. Has a message. He, he is, he's nothing but a message. Right. You know, well, we're talking about that. I feel like Sci High had a few verses that could have made. Like Sci High's mm. album was great. I don't know if it missed the cutoff or what, but I feel like no dope. It did. It came out really late. Is that there. what it was? I think it missed the okay, cutoff. Okay, because I definitely think it should have been nominated for. It could have been up there. I mean, he might. It was great because. 
has a lot of the albums take into consideration relevance during the year, even mm-hmm. if they didn't mm-hmm. were released that year. So maybe in 2018, maybe like, so it'll move over. Okay, I just think that year for Atlanta was so, or for Georgia was just so huge. Yeah. It would have been great to just have Sahar. Right? Nominated. Can Georgia this just get a Grammy? We all deserve a month. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, agree. That I agree with the whole, the whole state of Georgia just deserves its own Grammy. So next up, we have best R and B performance. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm excited about this one. All right, best R and B performance. Let me get there. Let me get that. <laughs> I was thinking about that time Fantasia was crying on stage. Y'all see that again? No, never mind. Plug it. Instrumental R&B recording. So first up, we have "Get You" by Daniel Caesar. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to sing it for us? <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> then we have "Distraction" by Kalani. Then we have "High" by Ladesi. That's what I like by Bruno Mars and "The Weekend" by SZA. I'm gonna go with. Is that Lettuce is nominated? Yeah. So, who I think is going to win? <laughs> what was that face? Because nobody in that category sings like Lettuce. I'll no. say that. That's fair. I will say that. It's I a mean, little. We, uh, it's like a. It's like a. One of these things don't belong. Right. We it's talked about like, yeah, yeah. It's we not like the other. The requirements to be an R and B vocalist are not what they used to be. But, but they have made those old requirements. When I was looking up the um the categories earlier they have traditional r&b then they have contemporary that makes R&B. sense so contemporary is like SZA and everybody else and mm-hmm. traditional is like maybe that's a better and... word for it is contemporary yeah because mm-hmm. yeah okay i like that yeah okay so out of this group who i think will actually take home the grammy i feel like it's gonna be bruno mars again yeah i think so too who, okay. who will take it home? Who will take it home, but who I think... I think, think Daniel Caesar. Yeah, that's who I would want, want to win, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to be Bruno. Christina, what do you think? I think it's going to be Daniel Caesar. I think I think it will be Bruno. I'm rooting for Let Us Say, just because I love her. Okay. I love her. She, she just moved my soul. She moved... Oh, okay. And that song, is it... High, you said it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that song like a really like self love song? Like, what is that song? I don't know. High. I know that I, I haven't listened. I think to she's high like yet. talking about. I could be making this up, but there is a song I think that she has where she's when talking about how out? she gets high yeah. off like her success and her self worth. Okay, like, then I do know that song. Is that, that if that's the if that's the name of the song? I don't know. Okay, don't I'm so bad with names. Don't let me just be giving out alternative. <laughs> yeah, if that's the song. I know that song and I love that song. Yeah, not terrible. Alternative facts and fake news, guys. I'm gonna go research. (laughs) So wait, when did she release that song? She did not release an album in 2017, though. This is what category is this? Song that was the best R and B performance. Performance. Okay. Oh, okay. I was like, she did not release the whole album. I don't know. I wasn't aware. It wasn't on my radar. So I, I didn't know. know. No, I didn't see this performance. Now I need to go and watch it. But next we have best R and B album. We have. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what SZA performance? Because you know everybody was pissed about that weekend video. It was all. Uh, <laughs> what? I think they just like, mean like pause. her singing. Couldn't be talking okay, about the video. I'm this like, is not that. Video award no. because that would not get it. <laughs> not for me. That boring ass shit. So and I love you, 
not together. <laughs> not together. Okay, so That's best R and B album. We have Freudian by Daniel Caesar. Okay. Let Love Rule by Lettucey. So maybe so she, she did. did. What the fuck? Okay. Okay. You I told you about Spotify again, making me confused. Yo. confused. <laughs> Spotify has moved albums around, so it won't necessarily yeah, be in order. So They're on their IG uh, algorithm. <laughs> don't even get started. me started. Don't, don't even. Um, I don't know what y'all are doing. Just 24 Karat Magic Bruno Mars Gumbo by PJ Morton and Feel the Real by Dan or by Music Soul Child. I'm pissed. I know there was a Lettucey album. I was literally listening to her old albums like two weeks ago, so I'm upset right now. Wait, what's this category? That's best R&B album. Mind you, let's just... I want to put SZA in that album, Definitely. even though yeah. she's in Best Urban Contemporary album. It's just no, like, okay, fair. God, come on. That's fair. When did A Seat at the Table come out? This year or 16? That was 16. That was 16. Okay. I think that was 16. Because I think she sure. wants something for that. Ooh, that one scared me. <laughs> I think the first one scared you, too. They all scared me. Oh, that's what he and she said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for that one, I'm, I'm going to write in SZA. I yeah. think she should just be R&B overall. I think so too, but I think Bruno Mars will win. I would not call this R&B personally. Okay. What would you call her? Whatever she contemporary uh, okay. or alternative R&B. Okay. okay. I have the same thing with Abra and most of the girls that I listen to. And I You're right. Them. You're right. You know, I just personally. Hold Again, on. I got accustomed to listening to the old the traditional R&B. I told on the same way that Fucking uh, hate Nash Joe Budden as with like old rap. I have to get over it oh, and just okay. find more R and B and just get used to the fact yeah. that it's okay for there to be different. I, I don't have a problem with it. I love SZA and yeah. all of that. I just classify it as alternative. Yeah, that's but fine. I think I'll get over it soon. <laughs> no, maybe not. I don't know. You know, because I used to love like Mariah Carey, like. I used to love vocalists for real. Vocalists? That's true. I love yeah, vocalists. Speaking of vocals, wait like, till we get to one of my mood booster for this week. I'm excited about okay, that. Yeah, okay. I'm excited. So, so best R&B, you still have to pick one. Best R&B album, if you're going to pick anybody. What were the nominees? <laughs> the nominees are Freudian. I think Daniel Bruno Caesar. Mars is gonna. Okay, you think Bruno yeah, is gonna what I take think it? Is gonna take it home is what I'll say. I mean, I, but yeah, if you had to ask me who I want to win, I would vote mm-hmm. for Let Us See. Okay. So, all right. Again, pissed at Spot- Spotify is getting on my nerves. <laughs> As is Apple Podcasts. Everyone's making their apps horrible. Yeah. The, I think the, I need the shit in chronological order. Like, yes. I that's, the, that's the only. That's my only gripe because it's so yeah. awkward to see something from two weeks ago that's not relevant anymore. Right, and I don't understand why they do it that way. I told you, I thought that, I thought that Arbor took her whole catalog off except for one album and it took me like four months to realize that all her songs were still on there and I was pissed for like four months. Mm. What? Okay, anyway. That's too long to be angry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Stop making me angry. Yes. Best rap performance. It is, first first one up is Bounce Back by Big Sean. Bulldog Yellow by Cardi B, Ooh. 444 by Jay Z, Humble by Kendrick Lamar, and Bad and Bougie by Migos featuring Lil Uzi Vert. Okay, okay, wait a minute. Migos. So what is the what? How does what's the descriptor for performance? For a rap performance, singles or tracks only. So like best best rap single. Okay. Let's call it that. I think it's, it has to be Bad and Bougie. It has to be, that, it has um, to be Bad and Bougie. Bulldog well, Yellow though came with a motherfucking. I know it did. I don't. But, but that. 
that's the more recent track. Bad and Bougie was fucking. I know that Luna Yellow was huge. That's how much bigger Bad and Bougie was. Bad yeah. and Bougie was iconic. Bad and Bougie was big, but I don't think no. I can't say that Humble wasn't big either. Like if I'm gonna take my Atlanta glasses off, no, 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 it was. Atlanta okay. Glasses on for Bad and Bougie specifically. That song did something that most songs will never, never be do. able okay. to do. Okay. Never. Drop, drop, top. I don't that's care. Well, that's that, forever. It's that iconic. Is it is. Yeah. It absolutely So y'all really is. think he's? they're going to take home the Grammy, though? Like, I don't let's know, talk about Grammy. I don't know. Because the Grammys are probably racist. They may not take home the Grammy. But all of these people are black people. I would so. say, I, I just think that maybe, now I will argue that Bodak Yellow has a more, like you said, recent history, and Bodak Yellow was fucking Huge. But however, if we're being yes. honest though, Bad and Bougie was astronomical. None of those songs in that category, they are still like legions below Bad and Bougie. I agree. I okay. Like I'm just I'm talking about the reach, the performance. Like if you look the at the reach numbers, is the thing it, that it, it, okay, so you guys are very bad strongly bad and bougie. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I'm glad that culture came out right now before the show, as a matter of fact. We'll get to culture. Okay, we'll get to culture. All right, so shit I mean Loki high key I'm bad and bougie too like yeah. I think it was huge but I, I oh, just see, I'm like just when I when I think about the Grammys I'm like who are they gonna give it to Migos or are they gonna give it to somebody that's more like vetted like I think they would give I like think Kendrick that, or Jay-Z like that just seems like a duh like, oh I no I think that if anybody would uh, would steal it from Migos it would be Cardi B oh yeah I think that when you get to who actually is bubbling in shit they just gonna go by what is the most recent thing they heard the most about yeah. and I think that will be Cardi B ooh what if Cardi won the Grammy though I mean I'll be fine well I mean I'm f- Migos deserves it Real talk. Bad it. and bougie deserves it. No, I I would be slight. I'm not saying that Cardi B doesn't deserve an award, but that award Migos deserves that award. I actually would be slightly disappointed. Okay. No okay. Shade to if, if they, no shade you. to Cardi. If, no. But if they don't win, I want it to go to Cardi. Like no, that I agree with. That's my runner up. Yeah, runner up. Runner sure. okay. up. But Migos should 1,000 percent get that award <laughs> if they don't get it. Fuck the Grammys. All right, I think I know Dinah's answer for this one, but best rap album. Is 21 Savage on there? No. 444 Jay-Z, Damn, Kendrick Lamar, Culture, Migos, Layla's Wisdom, Rhapsody, and Flower Boy, Tyler the Creator. Oh, my answer is Rhapsody. You thought my answer was going to be Migos? Oh, yeah. You think Rhapsody? For me personally, I liked it better. I think Dam's going to take it. I, oh, oh wait. I, are you asking Best who I think rap. is going to win? Yeah, who do you think is going to win? Oh, I think Dam is going to win. Okay. If I had to choose, personally, I would actually pick Rhapsody. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I listen to all of those albums except for Rhapsody. So that's, that's why I wouldn't I, pick that one. I think if you listen to it, though, you would change your mind. Maybe, but I'm not. I don't that's even... Fair. I couldn't even. I listened say that. to it because it got such high reviews, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, let me get. I think this. who I, who's probably going to win is gonna be. I feel like they're gonna give it to Jay Z just to give Jay Z so an award. Yeah, but I wouldn't say it was the best out of all of them. Agreed. I yeah no I don't think I mean ugh, it's hard to tell it's so difficult because rap has expanded so much from what it used to be to where there's so many people who are still 
advocates of lyricism because you used to have to know how to write in mm-hmm. order to be a, an accomplished rapper just like you used to have to really yeah. know how to sing to be mm-hmm. an army singer <laughs> right. mm-hmm. and now because it is the mainstream genre there is room for pop rap or, and mm-hmm. I don't even mean that in a shade way I mean popular yeah. rap music yeah. which is what Migos does exceedingly well like yeah. to the point where I feel like they're just about to be super commercial they're gonna be in movies and mm-hmm. I just think their music is about to be everywhere to where they can get money off that long term yeah yeah and a lot of people will take that and maybe not because because we've watched rap grow yeah we remember the roots a lot of the people, roots of it all yeah a lot of mm-hmm. people feel like it should go back to expressionism lyricism poetry but mm-hmm. i mean i mean because it, it's so much more than that now when we, yeah it's its own culture. i feel like it's almost the same with that how r&b can same be split up. like there's a newer style of yeah. rap and then there's a more classic traditional and then rap. I'm like, is there anything wrong with like having one standard of like instead of saying that the what it is is changing but like you said it's just two separate things now like and, yeah. and it is, it's almost like okay you all planted this seed so now that tree is growing and branching out yeah. like, I don't even want to say it's changing it's branching out and there's, yeah. there's room for that I mean if I'm being completely honest with you even though it's not my thing there's room for white rappers too okay yeah. I mean I, I like Gucci Gary and then a white rapper I like that song yeah, okay. yeah and I, I didn't I, even I, know I oh no, no I knew that idea. that's my jam <laughs> so yeah there's room for that too if I'm being uh, objective and honest about it even mm-hmm. though you know I'm gonna I mean I still think there's an issue with colors in the industry so sure. I think it's weird that there's so many white rappers in the top charts but mm-hmm. however there's room for them so yeah. okay <laughs> our last category that we're gonna predict is best rap sung performance which is a rap and a singing or a well, singer. <laughs> I just want to know because I'm so sick of people rapping and singing. (laughs) (laughs) No, these are most of these have features except for the first one, "Problems" by Black. Which no performance is throwing me off because most people's performances are over tracks, and I just find that like unappealing. Mm. Okay, well, the the description of the category is for a solo or a collaborative performance containing both elements of R&B medleys and rap. Okay. So it's kind of, it's it's almost like the category made for Drake. Mariah Carey. <laughs> yeah. So we have Problems <laughs> by Black, then we have Crew by Gold Link Print featuring Brent Bias and Shy Glizzy. Then we have Family Feud, Jay-Z and Beyoncé, Loyalty, Kendrick Lamar and Rihanna. Yeah. Then Love Galore, SZA, and Travis Scott. Love Galore is it. It's hard. Loyalty was was tough too. Loyal, but I personally, go Gold Crew. Yeah, by Gold okay, Personally, Gold I, I, I don't but think they're gonna being, win. I no, yeah. I think that if I went to my most played though and like looked at my history, Love Galore would be the number one. If sure. I'm being honest, that's just because that's when Love Galore came out, I like wore that shit out. Like I wore. I mean, we I all wore SZA out. Like I she's like been I ran through over today. here. <laughs> um. That was a great song too, though. Yeah, that's a lot of good. That, that's, that's a, a good, great. That's a hard one. Okay, read them one more time. Okay, the problems by people. Black, Crew by Goldling featuring Brent Fires and Shy Glizzy, Family Feud by Jay Z featuring Beyonce, Loyalty by Kendrick Lamar featuring Rihanna, and Love Galore featuring or it's, it's a featuring Okay, Travis I think Loyalty's gonna take it. Okay, but yes. I want it to be Crew by Goldling. I think no, it will no. either be Loyalty or Susan Travis Scott. Okay. Yeah, that's what I think. Will, and I'm fine with both of those. 
Yeah. I, I honestly, low-key, I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, I think I actually want loyalty to win. That's a that's a song. Mm. That's a song. Kendrick Lamar and Kendrick? Rihanna. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, actually, I've been, I've been acting like I forgot about damn. No, I want loyalty to win. Okay. <laughs> I think, okay, well, I think... I think it's between loyalty or love galore, but I want Gold Link with crew that's or fair. crew with yeah. Gold Link and all of them. I want that's that fair. to win. So that those are our predictions. So we're gonna see if yeah. we're right or wrong. Very soon. I can't wait. Stories. You posting our disappointment. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. We're gonna we're gonna want positive outcomes. I want oh, yes. positivity. <laughs> I'm tired of being negative. Is it I racist want- to say? Everybody black is gonna win. Fuck no! I do when I watch Family Feud, when I watch any game show, I'm always rooting for the black people. Oh well, that's just such a real sentiment. And white people are always on there. No, niggas be on there giving some crazy answers, and I'm like, God, I'm trying to root for you. But you're making it hard. You're <laughs> making it hard. I try so hard. When they get to the, 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 the end where they have oh. to do the timed one, I'm like, you have one job. <laughs> All you have to come out of here with that, us 50 points, and you fucked it up and got us 49. What's wrong with right? you? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Name a city that's known for their traffic. California. Bitch. New York. Like, yeah, they do that. They do. Oh, you're like no, not a <laughs> Loud and wrong, like California. <laughs> and Steve Harvey be giving them the right, right. <laughs> shady, the shade. Meanwhile, he deserves all of the side eyes. So fuck him. So anyway, always, <laughs> always and forever. Okay, but Permanent speaking forever. about music, Dinah culture. Oh yeah, let's well, hear your review. Culture is nominated. Culture, culture one is nominated. Mm-hmm. Culture two just came out on Friday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Friday, Friday o'clock. Yeah, so there's 24 songs, which is a lot. Okay, that um, was my that was my gripe about it. Like it's too many songs. However, I heard that when it is released as a physical copy, it's gonna be a double album. And we have to remember, there's three niggas rapping. So I'm actually, and then they have people on the album too. So mm-hmm. whatever. I what I will say about it, from what I read and from what people responded, was everybody likes a different song so there's songs for everybody on the mm-hmm. album which means that Migos is going to have hits in the charts for quite some time to come mm-hmm. and I will also say that particularly that song Narcos that's mm-hmm. what made me really cause at first I was like damn this is hella songs however I think I like like 13 13 is that's a whole album that's an album. album that's an yeah. album yeah so as far as I'm concerned I like an album's worth of songs um mm-hmm. so I made my own playlist cause between that and all the music they dropped last year they had that quality control yes. shit they had without warning uh mm-hmm. what was the one with travis scott and quavo they did something honcho jack yes mm-hmm. i'm so embarrassed to say i love that modern slavery song. okay so okay i didn't really give that a listen like i like finally I gave did without warning a listen. yeah somebody i can't remember which one of y'all somebody walked up on me and asked me all about it and i hadn't listened to it but i did listen to it mm-hmm. and i like several songs on that album too and then i heard that um takeoff has a i heard takeoff has a joint album with lil yachty and shout out to whoever tweeted that takeoff needs to do a joint album with two chains because that would be Perfect. That would be interesting. Yeah, I don't take off and listen to Lil Yachty, so no, I probably I wouldn't want to listen to that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I was like, if but I like Takeoff, so I put him with somebody good, like somebody he could like 
play around with yeah. lyrically, that would be interesting to listen I to. I wonder if Yachty. Takeoff will make, force Lil Yachty to elevate his style because his album flopped last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so yeah, I thought that, I think it's cool that there's a song for everybody, but particularly that one song they did called Narcos, it just made me realize what direction they're going in. Mm-hmm. Almost like kind of what The Weeknd did where his mixtapes were really raw and then all of a sudden he's doing music for like major films and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So for me, after I listened to the whole thing and thought about it and saw the responses, I felt like it, it's dope. And again, it reinforces what we said last week, which is if y'all are going to like take the culture, take this and like do it for the culture and amplify it for the world. Mm-hmm. You can't be homophobic and all that ignorance. Mm-hmm. Shit. Like you have to do better. They have to do better. Their reach could be like huge, even right. huger than the audience. Right. I mean, they're fucking nominated for a Grammy. Like yeah. not just one, but Absolutely. a few. So Several. it's like, and they're important. they're gonna have to elevate the image and their lyrics and be a little bit more political. I don't. Correct. I mean, honestly, I don't have a problem. With, oh yeah, that when you when by lyrics you mean like the offensive ones. Yeah, yeah for agreed. fucking sure, they can't just be out here rapping about queers I think they like you can't just say whatever you want when you have people putting money and support behind you or you can say whatever the fuck you want but just be prepared to lose that bag but they're black as well so like you cannot be prepared to lose that bag I think that they could be doing like music for major film and television that Mm -hmm. you know that's royalties that you guys can be getting long term so I think that if you want to do that which it sounds like from your album that's what I got that they were in the direction that they're going Mm in because it seems like reviews are mixed. Some people wanted like old school amigos, and some people, like I said, everybody had a song that they liked. So I, I feel like it just could have been a little bit shorter. Like I was but definitely having this conversation. I was like, I think I like it, but it's taking me a day to get through. Like there, <laughs> yeah. there were songs that I immediately, I immediately was like, oh, I fuck with this. Like mm-hmm. Bad Bitches Only, I fuck Pretty with that Kanye song. West. Exactly. Like twenty one savage on the I chorus. I fuck with that song. Again. Like off top, I was like, oh, this is my favorite this song. Is my jam. But. It's like maybe I'm maybe I'm being Joe Budden in this case, and I'm like, mm, I miss the days when there were just ten to twelve songs, and it took two years for I an album to come out. And I really like poured yeah. myself into it because it was I only got that bit. And but like, they're doing what Drake does and what Drake does well, which we talked about views too. How we felt like it was too long. Too However, long. Like that that album like did incredibly well it's, he like I broke your record on that album so I think I didn't you, like views but I'm not somebody I, that liked views at all but okay well no cause I that's I didn't, didn't like Drake. views at all I didn't fuck with views it was too much I, I felt like Drake was at, it felt like he was really like throwing out like a safety line for himself like well, I'm gonna just put all this shit I think it's a popular rap and you mm-hmm. have to accept that yeah and mm-hmm. I think too that they probably operate by a whole different model like mm-hmm. a whole different approach to music like you said like people want long term they want to secure the bag this like, this is the way to yeah do it. this is how you do it there's like, a, every if you go and search culture two right now i promise you you will see a few people advocating for each of those songs mm-hmm. and it's all different responses yeah so, like, i can see that. that i thought were hot and like the ones that i skipped i went online and there were people who were like oh this shit go off i'm like let me go listen to this again like, exactly which is smart yeah. you know i mean i think it's just gonna take some just like it's gonna take you me getting used to the R&B, the vocals and stuff. Like, it's going to take some getting used to them, like, flooding the market with more music for everyone mm-hmm. and not just rap aficionados. Mm-hmm. 
I suppose. I mean, I felt like the way I guess I took in SZA's album Control, for example, because Mm -hmm. she didn't really like it took her forever to come out with an album. Mm -hmm. Like she just had like one or two mixtapes out. So I was into those few songs that I had and the anticipation built up for her album because I wasn't genre though. I mean, it's a different genre, but Still, like I guess how many I report- rappers have a hit though. Like I, I get what you're saying, yeah. but that's a different genre that moves at a different speed. Rap is that genre that's constantly mm. like that's. The, I just think that it moves a little bit quicker, and so there's that. Maybe, fear but of remember losing. when the weekend came out? He came out with like three mixtapes back to back to yeah. back to back. Like he put out a lot of music. And I liked it, but I soon got tired of The weekend. when, like, after a while, like, he couldn't be on his same wave. It became, like, very druggy, and then it became, like, very poppy. Like, his music, like, the integrity right. of his music changed because he put out so much. He gave us too much at the beginning. You think he, mm-hmm. I, and see, for me, with I, I was a huge weekend fan. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that he gave me too much at the beginning. It was just that I noticed that his style was changing from a mainstream version, mm-hmm. and... Again, I didn't like his his audience was more yeah. of a turn off for me, but for me it was more, for me it was more like I love your it was just like what people are saying with me goes I love your earlier work the new stuff is not my favorite but then when I read that he made like a zillion dollars last year in Forbes I was like oh no I see oh, what right. you're doing yeah, I yeah. Okay. I no criticism like I get sick here hey, I'm a, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want I, just, I like I don't want to be a crab in a bucket okay right. well but I also don't want to be like crabs in a bucket like you might be about money before you're about music and Listen, some, people some people are about music before they're about the money. music industry and strictly, for the, strictly for the money. It, that's right. true. Gucci, I think Gucci Mane's like that too. Like he is good at rapping but he's about his money. He's a hustler, you know? Mm-hmm. Like so that's why he floods with music. You pick what you like and he's always going to keep you in that money. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Right. You just kind of, we have to, we gonna have to accept it or you know just listen to what you like right. that's true I'll make my own culture too from the 100 songs that's what I did that's what you just said I, I, yeah. I, have a, I have my own like Migos playlist I have a 21 Savage playlist because he's featured on so many different things I mean I usually like most of his stuff but I have a 21 I just make playlists out of the stuff because think about it all the stuff they gave us last year without warning mm. and all that so, like I just there's no way I'm not gonna like a bunch of their songs so I just make my own playlist all my favorites not a bad idea it's a long playlist too so y'all doing something right <laughs> 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 this is true. Yeah, I'm right. working on a female rapper playlist. That I would be interested. Oh yes, yo girl. They're not on there, but I probably won't. You should put them on there. Um, so let's go into the to the what. Since we're talking about female rappers and cool stuff, I yeah. feel like I don't know. I feel like our wet always includes females, just because. Yeah, my female rapper Obviously. of the week is this girl called China. It's C H Y N N A. Y'all should look her up and listen to her. Not okay. black. Not no. black China. No. No. I never heard Wendy was talking about. <laughs> <about that. laughs> Go ahead with your wet. Not, no, not wet. China. So earlier in the week, I was 
invited by a nonprofit bay. Okay, to nonprofit go bay. To see, so I don't know who this person is still. Patrice Con Coolers. <laughs> Patrice Con Coolers actually came out with a book. Um, when they call, excuse me. When they call you a terrorist, um, a Black Lives Matter memoir, mm-hmm. um, and. So, I knew she wrote a book. I wasn't in any rush to go get the book, but I was invited to her book event that she was holding here in Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, you know, where you, they, the art, the author will get on stage, and there's usually a mediator or someone interviewing. The audience can kind of ask questions, things like that. Yeah. And I was just really happy that I went. Um, she's dope as fuck. She's hella funny. Okay. Did I say she was a co-founder of the Black Lives Matter movement? Did I make that clear? I mean, I don't. I feel like a lot of people don't so know their name. Them by I am. If I'm gonna be honest, I did not know their names. I yeah. felt like it was just a collective Black Twitter thing. But no, there's two women. <laughs> I'm no, sorry. Who found it? Forgive my ignorance. She, yeah, no, that's okay. But no, I, I think that's I a lot of things, and I think funny. they know that, and I think she's fine with that because mm-hmm. it is about the movement. Yeah. Um. So. She basically came and I, I hadn't bought the book. I did end up buying the book after Ooh. I heard her talk. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was really good to hear her kind of reiterate <laughs> snacks everywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> to kind of reiterate, like, what started the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. And it really kind of boosted morale, if you will. Mm-hmm. I think that for me, when after Trayvon Martin and then after Mike Brown, Mm -hmm. when the Black Lives Matter hashtag really started picking up, you know, what is it? Steam? Speed? Steam? Sure. Either one. (laughs) Okay. Um, When it garnered popularity. popularity, It just felt like Oh, another like little thing that people are just latching onto because it sounds cool. You know what I mean? But to hear her get up there and talk about what it actually is and what it actually means kind of really changed my opinion about it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, she talked about a lot of different... I, I highly suggest getting the book. I haven't started reading it, but I know this shit's going to be good. Um, she did specify that because... And I think my what kind of turned me off from it is because a lot of times I'm like, I don't often want to reread. Yes, sometimes it is good for you, but sometimes like rereading and rehashing those things when you may not want to can take a toll on you. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm like, I don't know if I really want to delve into a book that's just going to make you angry again. Make me angry again. And okay. Like, no, um, yeah, but, you know, the that. way she describes her method and her reasoning for writing the book is that this is a call to action. It's mm-hmm. not supposed to be like, oh, I read this book and now I feel educated and that was cool and whoo, glad I did that. Now I can move on with my life. Rather, okay, now that you've done, you're done reading the book, but what can I do now? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, so she also shout like, and there's a black, there's a Atlanta Black Lives Matter, like chapter, obviously. Okay. And those people were there and she, um, talked about how you can get involved with those people, which is like one of those things you don't really look into. So I'll link, um, Mary Hooks, who is like the leader here in Atlanta. <laughs> but yeah, I, I see the really Black cool. Lives Matter signs like in people's yards. Yeah, exactly. Probably like in the they're, Decatur they're, area. They're they're Atlanta mm-hmm. Central yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah, and then she also, which is a lemon, she 
talked about her pregnancy and how traumatic it was. She brought up Serena Williams. I don't know if you guys know that Serena Williams, like, had um, blood clots in her lungs after her pregnancy. No, wow. And she was telling her doctors, because she had had blood clots before, that I know what this is, I know the symptoms, I need a CT scan. Like, I'm not a history. And instead of doing that... They gave her, like, a leg scan to see if she had blood clots in her legs. But apparently, black women in the U.S. are three times more likely to to die before, during, and after childbirth. Yeah, I talked about that a few episodes ago. Yeah. The, mortality, it, the mortality rate, it's they very actually, sad. they started to study the data, and they, they stopped just doing, like... I, used, I think it used to be like they would only track it for, like, three or six months after the mm-hmm. woman gave birth, but it actually ended up being when they started to study... Up until a year after, after when they yeah. gave birth, when like the Medicaid benefits have been cut off, mm-hmm. which is very the mortality rate skyrocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's completely unsettling. Yeah, and I mean, an I article about it. I think I linked it on our blog. Yeah, that that's a really good thing to look into, and it kind of just all clicked for me because this is what I do for a living. Like I work with women in the management of their pregnancies, mm-hmm. and I have personally seen doctors treat women of color or younger women of younger women but especially younger women of color a certain way like you don't know anything you don't Mm -hmm. know what you're talking about I'm not going to take the time to explain to you because you won't get it kind of thing um so it really kind of a light bulb went off and she was she was saying that even more specifically in New York women black women are 12 times more likely Mm -hmm. to die than white women that makes me very sad yeah and so it it really kind of lit a fire to make sure that I'm doing my part within my field to educate and advocate for women of color during their pregnancy that was something I didn't know about at all she's a part of this group called moms rising so um yeah that was really what for me that was like the highlight of my week like Mm -hmm. it was I was so 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 happy that I went and I had no idea that it was happening yeah that's a part that kind of like made me feel crazy I was like why didn't I know that this was happening Mm -hmm. like I wish we saw more instances of gatherings like this, I yeah. guess you mean. I don't know. There's a lot in Atlanta, though. You just have to keep you have an to eye look out for and, like, subscribe yeah. to certain yeah. blogs. And, but I yeah. think that's also a way to kind of slough off the, like, performative activism. People who are there just to say they did something mm-hmm. as opposed to those who actually care, you know? Mm-hmm. Right? You actually want to be there. Like, you're doing the work to find out what's going on and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, for like sure. That, so, yeah, man, you yeah. gotta keep an eye out. <clears throat> yeah. I will keep my ears to the street. Yeah, I'll let you know how my the eyes is. on the internet. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you. Um. Oh, okay. So, oh, right. I forgot about this. Okay. So, a few episodes ago, we did a podcast tag. It was like yes. a positive color tag that the mm-hmm. friend zone started and we answered a bunch of questions about our childhood. Something really personal and mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Um, so last week on the friend zone, they were doing it again. They had the idea to expand the Black Hog- Black Hogwarts tag that we talked about in episode one of the season. Black Hogwarts was my favorite. It was thing. so all same here. Yeah. Was, I don't know if anybody can top it. It, it gets an award. Yeah, I guess the Lemon Pepper Wet Award. Yeah, she should have her own award show. Mm. Who gets the biggest lemon pepper? I mean, yeah, it was going to be an award yeah. show from that one. Yes. Okay. Inclusive. <laughs> to all um, our yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't even get me started on that. So... 
we're gonna do I, I feel like they called it I feel like they called it the Blackify or I thought it was called Blackify I don't know if somebody actually said Blackify however like we're gonna call it the Blackify, Blackify tag and I wish gonna, I could like that was an option in like just a Blackify, Blackify yes <laughs> so they decided to expand and then Blackify all of our favorite shows okay in let's the past. do it yeah they did like Saved by the Bell and a few other things okay so okay I have one Oh shit, where are my notes? I have one. I have the seventh heaven kids. And I chose Oh shit. I chose not to do the dad and the parents because that got weird after some time. Um. However, I got the kids. I got the kids. This is okay. fun. Alright, so if I can make the seventh heaven kids black, this is who I would cast. Uh, Matt the oldest would be Jay Ellis, who plays Lawrence on Insecure. Okay. okay. Mary, and mind you, these people just morph to whatever age they're supposed to be. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mary would be Paula Patton. Yes. Because she's kind of like boring, yes. but she would get into some wild shit. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I agree with I didn't that really one. care about Paula Patton until she was on stage high as shit. And I was like, what is this? And I never about? cared about Mary. Mary was yeah, such a. Until geek. she started doing weird shit. Until she started smoking weed. Yeah. Uh, Lucy ahead. is Bianca Lawson, of course, because Bianca Lawson doesn't age, and Ever. that would just be perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so this is so cute. Ruthie, I would pick. Her name is Erica Gluck. She played the original Brit Brat on the game. The original uh, Britney, uh, not the BET Brit Brat. Okay, the original okay. Britney. I would have her as Ruthie because I think she was a great little. She was such a cute actress. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Pull it off. She was sassy as fuck. I don't know why BET replaced her. I don't know if they weren't paying her enough. But no offense to the actress who came after, but she right. wasn't doing she it. Was I don't like when they replace characters. Ms. Mid show. <laughs> it's weird. Well, they I remember they did it for Spartacus because the main actor died of cancer. That makes sense, but like on what was the one with the Wayne's guy? My wife and kids. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 That was fucking the, weird. The little girl. The, yeah. the teenage girl. The like they yeah, replaced her. They replaced the little girl too. It was a dark skinned girl. No, it wasn't. No, no, no. So that was, was the older daughter. Uh, yeah. She was dark she was a dark skinned oh, girl and, and they replaced her. Kind of stupid. They kind of made her an Yes, arrogant. they didn't that change anything. They just replaced. Okay, on um, right. but we, I mean, um, we all know. We all know. We all that know. was a we, the, There's only one unveil we were right. So <laughs> only one. Again, original Brit Brat is okay. Brit, okay. She, or is, is Ruthie, and then who's Simon? <laughs> Simon is the. His name is Ralph Wolfolk. He played Dee Dee on My Brother and Me. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted Simon. I want Simon to be your boy from That's So Raven. Oh, oh no, God. No. He's so what was his name? Didn't right he just get arrested recently yeah, for domestic violence? He, what was his name? Oh, uh, God. What is his name? Why it am I forgetting his horrible name? Oh, no. That's his name. That was his name on That's So Raven. But you. He's horrible. I know. I should know. You always used to send me the videos. Ew. He's a mess. That would be Simon, because Simon actually did turn no, into no, a No, 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 no. I feel like Dee Dee Parker, because... Wait, who was the, Simon? No. In real life? He was like that, that white boy. Remember? He kind of looked like Drake caught, Omar Foy. And, like, there was this one scene where he caught Matt smoking weed and he freaked out. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yo, y'all really need to go back and watch no, Save by or Seven Heaven Clips, because they were wild. <laughs> randomly watched them one day go to YouTube and search Simon, Matt, and Weed and watch that clip <laughs> and he was more angry than he should have been because it's like it, it was just problem, me bro. <laughs> um okay so Simon is Dee Dee from My Brother and Me and then okay. and then who's the dog? 
Oh, I didn't even think about the dog, but I decided to include the twins. So the twins, they have to keep them as cartoons, and they have to use B.B. Jackson and Keisha Nicole Proud. What? No. They're just going to be the little, the little twins from the, from the Proud, Proud family. And but they're cartoons. cartoons. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> Make them Beyonce's twins. They right. that we don't even know what they're like yet, but they yeah, are, I know. Like I, I wanted cartoons in there. Just, <laughs> just for sh- I forgot about the dog. How did I forget the dog? Happy. Uh, Probably one of Big Boy's dogs. You know, he has those French bulldogs that yeah, are so that beautiful. Could, yeah. yeah, I would just steal a dog from Big Boy. Remember when Big Boy was being interviewed and she was like, "I hear you have a dog named something something something," and it, does she run the roost or something like that? He's like, "Well, she's dead." And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Right. I can't remember the dog's name. And she was so embarrassed. And of course it was a black black reporter in her interview. But I'm like, who fucked that up for you? Somebody fucked that up for you. Like somebody should have done their research. Yeah, you gotta you can't just take what your friends say and run with it. You gotta like verify. Right. Oh, she was man. On, like, that shit is terrible. <laughs> like um, CBS or something. So I'm trying to think who I would wanna see on a classic television show or even like a, a character that you used to love that you would replace with like somebody black mm. like anything uh, I was boy. trying to think of the OC because I would replace that whole fucking you know cast. what it wasn't until I saw the La La Land music video that I was like damn friends really could have been all black okay. that yeah. was casted perfectly to be had it as Phoebe yeah yes perfect. I would want that to be made a show mm-hmm. yeah I'm trying to I like think. that I'm like, how many white shows did I watch growing up? You watch like, all I can think of is like Family Man, Family Man. There's hella people in Full House. I am not about to go through Just all like, those Ooh, years. Like, oh, what about okay. Boy Meets World? Okay, Boy Meets World. That's a good one. Who would be Topanga? Okay, who I who would I have played Topanga? Mm, that's um, a good question. I, don't even I know. would pick Yara Shahidi. She could be Topanga. Mm. Topanga. Ah, I need somebody a little bit more sultry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. No Yara Topanga everything. was Topanga. Topanga was <laughs> foxy. She was. Maybe. She was woke, but she was foxy with yes. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe okay, okay. Like Ryan Destiny or mm. yeah. um, trying to think who else. I agree. Or who else I could see acting, even if they're not an actor. Normani from Fifth. What what is it? What were they? Fifth Harmony, the black girl from Fifth Harmony. <laughs> I know. Um, that's that's <laughs> I know who you're talking about. I, was I saw her. when mm-hmm. she like fell gracefully. Mm-hmm. But yes, I she did. All, she I, really did. She no, fell gracefully. She did. Man, no, she I'm like there was like a performance and she like fell, but she fell Beyonce style to where it looked like it was part of her. It routine. was it was actually flawless. That right. was the thing. And that's the thing showed, that champions are made of. No, right. then they of course they showed like a white a white member of the group falling like on some other performance and it was just bad Ooh, yeah <laughs> it was terrible yeah. um she killed it youtube but, is so messy because they have the, have that's the first video that called i typed in normani fa and that's the first video <laughs> <laughs> um, or do you know the model ebony davis she kind of has like a pixie cut if you're not following Ebony, oh yeah, 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 I, I know you're trying to play Topanga. Okay, okay, mm, yeah, okay. She is hella smart, hella beautiful, um, and she has that sultry but still very innocent vibe. She looks, she's Zoe very. Zoe Kravitz could pull it off. 
Ooh, Zoe could have been a Topanga. Topanga. I'm thinking about her character in Dope, and I'm like, she could, she could pull yeah. off. Yeah, like she was basically Topanga. Yeah, yeah. Like, she was basically Topanga. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, exactly. Like, but the would be, who would be Corey then? Oh, oh shit. Questions I need answers. Maybe like Lakeith. I would give it to Corey. I would give it to Corey. I need him to be a little bit more insecure. Corey was very insecure. Donald Glover. Corey could have been the homeboy Eric. Is that who the friend was, Eric? Or was that his brother? Sean. Sean. Who could have been Sean? Lakeith. Lakeith could be Sean. Yeah. I would give I would give Lakeith Corey. Because I think Lakeith is such a great actor that he could play that insecure part. Like, yeah. Even though he doesn't naturally, like, how Issa gives off awkward vibes just in her everyday life. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? But I think he would rise to the occasion. Okay. He'll be able to do it. I like it. And okay. I want to see Lakeith in a, like, major... He was in, like, a film that that was at Sundance with Tessa Thompson. I cannot remember the name of it right now, but I'm interested to see him in a different role. Yeah. I did watch Death Note just because I knew he was in it. Death Note sucked, but... Well, I won't be watching (laughs) it. Yeah, it wasn't really that great, but it was interesting interesting to see him play a different role. Mm. But he was still the weird guy. Sorry. Mm, more on that Excuse later. Me, yeah. So um, I'm gonna see Black Panther. I plans. Um, who would up. play? Who would play Wilson the neighbor? Mr. Wilson, the the one that we only saw his eyes yes. and his bucket yeah. hat. Um, was that his name, Wilson? I think it was Wilson. Mr. Wilson was from Dennis and Menace. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. I don't know. It has to be one of those wise Negroes that we have, just like always narrating stuff. Yeah, one of the two. They're gonna have to battle wait, it out. Wait, there was a poster of Forrest Whitaker from Black Panther, I think, and somebody was like, How does movie fix his eyes? Oh, <laughs> no! Because his eyes are like open oh, I you know what? I'm done with that. I'm making quite a recent picture of Forrest Whitaker right <laughs> no, now. No, I can't stand anybody right now. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, maybe Forrest or Mortimer. Yeah, Mortimer, it has probably. to be just like a wise old soul because that's basically what his role. Oh was. no! Uh, uh, they had him on Key and Peele. It would be uh, Stanley from he plays Stanley in the Office. What is his? I think his name uh, is Courtney something. It's Stanley Courtney from the something. Office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yes, that's there was an Office marathon on TV today, and I surely watched. Like. I've seen The Office at least 20 times. <laughs> but every time I watch Which it, we're I'm, not boy daughter. Yeah, I'm sorry, girl. I'm not. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I have my limits. I have my limits. I can only boy got a few things at a time. You can't take right. any Right. I hope you get your coins. I can do needless Mondays. Yes. Yeah. Can, some- can we do something else? Can you boycott like, like sling like, or like you know what? Roku? Go back over this and come back. Come back with yeah, yeah. another idea. Like, girl, this ain't it. What though. you want me to do when I get home from work? <laughs> anyway. I'm not boycotting Netflix. Sorry. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's cute. I like reimagining things and making me it too. Bold. I 
I like, yeah, I think it's so much fun. I would love to hear anybody else blackify their favorite show. Yeah, tell us your blackify. Yeah, I'm gonna tag all our favorites Unapologetic Pod, Two Woke Girls. Would love to hear it. Yeah, On Deck TV Podcast, Everybody Mindset Podcast. Blacka, tell us your favorite show and how you would blackify it. I would, Three Plus One Podcast. I don't know if we mentioned this on the last show, but. Uh, me and Christina had a teacher in high school who we just kind of kept up with after graduation. I don't know. He wants to meet you so bad. He you ta- didn't have him as a teacher. No, mm. I had Shernica. I uh, had like the Rosa. They were supposed to be the AP and honors teacher. They were trash. Mm, well, he's Both the best teacher you never had. Right. Yeah. So he invited us over under the pretense of, you know, teaching him how to set up a podcast I didn't know he was gonna have us on the podcast <laughs> but we were like well, while we're here it's a setup it's a setup so we actually got a like, chance we <laughs> right we actually got a chance to be on their first episode mm. so we will link that or like at them or mention them or something but it's three plus one podcast and it's him and one of his mentees oh. so it's kind of a generation also one of his students also one of his students two grades below us I think so or three grades I don't know. She's a baby boo, but she's great. <laughs> so, oh, Tadzy. Tadzy. So we'll link that For and you sure. guys can listen to it and support them too because I think I like what they got going on. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a zennial to millennial perspective on things, which yeah. is really interesting like to have the opposing views and like why they think the way they think about the same issues. So that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. I can't wait to meet him. I always heard he was a great teacher. I... Look, I passed the AP exam off of my own merit. That had nothing to do with my teachers because they were shit. Yeah. I never had Dr. Kirk. I believe so that. I was uh, just like... Yeah. was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, I had her for two years. Yeah. Yes. Again, I passed those exams on my fucking own. But anyway. I believe that. I believe, um, truly. But, uh, any, I think that's any other announcements, ladies? No, I have a fun tag game. Oh, there was this long ass, like, we were in a tagged in this thread on Twitter. Oh, I'm sorry, yes. I don't know who started it, so I'm going to apologize really quickly for not knowing who started it. Mm-hmm. However, we ended up getting tagged by Unapologetic Pod, mm-hmm. and they were just, everybody was tweeting their favorite, most classic mm-hmm. album. So people were doing, like, Usher, Confessions, etc. So, I, go ahead, I want everybody to list theirs. The best education of Lauryn Hill. Perfect. Okay. That, that's my classic, classic well, album, like... I, I remember when it came out, I was going to Catholic school at that time and mm-hmm. we had an after school program and it was an abstinence class, mm-hmm. which is a kind of strange to think about now. Mm-hmm. But the way they taught it, they used the miseducation as like the as like the kind of how we set up our classes mm-hmm. every day. Like mm-hmm. we would talk about each song and that's supposed to like keep us out of trouble and keep us doing something after school. Mm-hmm. So I loved it from the moment Perfect. I heard it. I don't know if anyone tweeted that. I'll have to go back. I mean, there's like hundreds of podcasts now. <gasps> there were so many. Me. Yeah. And it's just like, I think for me, it was such a, me, my dad and I both really loved that song. Really? I mean, the album and we were like still getting to know each other when it came out because he's not my biological father. So mm. I feel like that was a real like bonding moment for he and Ooh, I. I for love sure. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just so good. I'm gonna listen to it on my way home for sure. Oh, yay. That's a good one. What was yours? 
Um, well, I posted Outcast because I was a big fan of the Quimini, but if I had to pick just based off of, like, experience... Oh, God. And I... Oh, oh so trash now. <laughs> but it would probably be crazy, sexy, cool. I just feel Ooh. like that was it. Yeah, that was a big classic in my household. To the point where I feel like my cousin, like, stole our copy and still has it. Yeah, no, know. but TLC was yeah. very yeah, good. When TLC they were, like, on it, they that were was, on it. What's TLC the TLC one where they were shower, in our two Fan Mel. Yeah. Fan Mel was, like, fan mail was shit. Ooh, fan mail. Writings on the Wall by Destiny Child. What's your no, favorite yeah. Destiny Child album? Right, right along. Survivor has a special place in my heart because um, one of my so like one of my sister her cousin on like her dad's side mm. his mom we were really cool with her and she was really sweet and she actually like ended up passing away um, a little bit earlier than you would want someone mm. to go um, so she passed away and she I remember when Survivor came out she got me and each of my sisters a copy because she didn't want us to have to like uh, she didn't want us to fight over them so she That's came so with like three thoughtful. copies I was like I don't Share because they always disappear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ask yeah. me where my Harry Potter collection is. Um, I have three sisters. Crystal, I, have I, I still want my Sammy CD. Oh, I never forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. I tell yeah. her about that Sammy CD all the time. She's like, um, I really enjoyed that. See, I enjoyed Sammy's first CD and Mario's. Yeah, my movie. sister took your Sammy CD, and whenever I bring it up, she brings up the fact that my cousin took her TLC CD. I'm like, none of them have anything. Yeah, they're not related. Nothing to do with each other, but I'm gonna let you cook because it's probably on Spotify or something. (laughs) Yeah, Sammy, look, Sammy's too grown and handsome, but anyway, um, that was all that I had. I'm listening to his classic album. Yeah. That was fun. It was a lot of classics-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-
bitch, you better say. Yes. <laughs> I got the number one to end. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and SoundCloud at Lemon Pepper Wet and Instagram at Lemon Pepper Wet Pod. Uh, don't forget to go to our website, lemonpepperwetpodcast.com, and that's our show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we gotta go watch the Grammys. We gotta watch it. We're about to be. I'm just kidding. Good interview. Bye. Bye.